Is Trevor Zegras now the favorite to win the Calder Trophy? And does the NHL have to look at their overtime rules? Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We're your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scott Bentley. Scotty over here is also host at Lockdown Tiger, so make sure you go check him out there. Um, Scotty, what are you even talking about this time of the year with the uh, lockout going on? Not a lot. <laughs> no, no, we, uh, we we figure it out. We um, international signing last week gave us some content, uh, and then honestly, once the like offers from the owners or players. Uh, gets submitted we we've been breaking down you know the the offers and the ins and outs of uh what's being discussed and what's being debated between and and all that jazz and yeah so we uh we we hold our own but uh, it's certainly <laughs> it's certainly interesting things are finally starting to move on the mlb front it seems as the players and the players associate the players association and the owners are going to meet again so hopefully they'll give you something Real, real news worthy to talk about in the near future here, Scotty. Hopefully. But here on Lockdown Red Wings, we got a pretty good show ahead of us. Uh, do you want to make? Uh, thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Scotty, we hit 150 subscribers on YouTube today. So uh, cheers to that. We ball. Oh, yeah, we ball. Um, as far as today's show goes, a couple of things piqued my interest in the last couple of days. And first you and foremost. You my interest. Well, thank you, buddy. Um, the NHL writers association or the NHL writers had gotten pulled again as they did earlier in the season to who their Calder favorites would be their favorites to win the Calder trophy rookie of the year earlier in the season. It was Raymond one cider two. everyone else after that. Who cares? I can't remember everyone else who was three through whatever this time around when they did it again here in January, Trevor Zegers had skyrocketed to the number one spot. Well, Moritz Sider fell second, and Lucas Raymond f- fell to third. Now, some of that, I understand. Some of it, I think, is a little bit, you know, uh, riding the popularity of what was an amazing assist. Um, I, I can't, I can't agree. I think that that assist is carrying Scotty way too much water in this Calder Trophy debate especially when you have a guy like Moritz Sider out on the ice performing the way he is performing. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's wrong. I, I, I do think it's wrong. Now I, I, I have, a, I have a lot of opinions on this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think, I think it's incorrect, but there's a lot of different angles that I also find confusing. First off, we all have to remember there's like half a season left to play. There is. Is there not? <laughs> <laughs> there is. I'm messing with oh, you. I thought you were asking. I was like, did, did I just make that up? Nope. Nope. I'm messing uh, with you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's half a season left to play. Like, you know, this this is they didn't hand out the trophy today. All right. Stuff happens. Well, well, I I think it's I think it's wrong, and I, I think it's I think it's comfortably wrong. I don't think it's really close to being right. I think it's pretty 
pretty comfortably an incorrect ranking. Um, and if that's how it is at the end of the season, if we're looking at similar uh, prorated numbers to what we're at right now, then, then I'll have a, a much bigger issue with it. Um, but, you know, it's, it's the middle of January. And it's wrong and it's stupid and, and they should feel bad about it. But, like, I, I personally am not going to, you know, get red in the face and scream and, and get into Twitter fights with everybody about it because there's half a season left to play. Well, and I want to put this out there first. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to discount what Trevor Zegers has done this season. He has been phenomenal. This is um, another thing I wanted to talk about. Like, Finish he is though. an absolutely great player. He's got 30 points in 38 games. He's second in, among rookies in points, and he's doing that with four less games played than the rookie leader, which is Lucas Raymond. So he is averaging over more higher points per game than Lucas Raymond is. And so you got to recognize that, in all fairness, and say that out loud. Um. And Lucas Raymond, in all honesty, has cooled off quite a bit. He's still getting assists, but he hasn't scoring at the clip that he has so far at the earlier part of the season while Trevor Zegers has continued to heat up. So as far as Zegers surpassing Raymond on the standings, I kind of understand it because Zegers got hot, Lucas Raymond got cold. But the one player who has not gotten cold amongst all this time is Moritz Sider, playing 25 minutes a night at the one defenseman spot paired with Danny DeKaiser. And one of the arguments I heard on social media was that Trevor Zegers was ranked number one because he is playing with less talent than Lucas Raymond is, which I'm like, okay, Sonny Milano and Troy Terry. You know, Troy Terry's really good. Sonny Milano's okay. Raymond's playing with Larkin and most of the time Bertuzzi. So I, there, there, there could be an argument there to be made. But again, that's why I I'm mean, not – it's, it's back and forth yeah, with Raymond and Zegers, and I'm not too worried about that. It's that – Morris Sider playing with Danny DeKaiser, playing 25 minutes a night, playing one defense, the number one D man at 20 years old in his first year of the league, is at number two in those standings. And this is where my problem comes with all of these trophies, Scotty, in that it relies so much on who's the flashiest player that defensemen and goaltenders never really get any due respect. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and I think it. Part of it might just be a um, a weird way for the NHL, who is notably and famously horrible at marketing players, to try and make up for that. Uh, but at the end of the day, I the, the cider one bothers me a lot more than the Raymond one. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I agree. And and while I I I, I mean, we're. we're we're Red Wings fans, so like I, I would still have Raymond ahead of him. Uh, but the the cider one's the one that doesn't make sense because since in the last month, right? Like that pass was a minute ago. In the last month, what has Mo Cider done to lose ground, and what has Zegris done to significantly gain ground? Hmm. I wonder what it was. Right. Like, again, that's my that's my worry, is that that assist, as amazing as it was, is going to hold enough water that to win him the Calder Trophy. And like to your to your point, to your credit, there's still 40 games left in the season. 42 games have been played. There's still another 40 games for the Detroit Red Wings to play. As you said, halfway through the season, confirmed, Scotty. <laughs> halfway through the season. Glad we um, got to the bottom of that. <laughs> we got to the bottom of that. 
There's still plenty of hockey left to be played, but Moritz Sider on a pace to have a 40 plus point season in his rookie year from defense when he's not an offensive defenseman. He's a defensive defenseman with a big body who can shut down plays. Putting up 40 points is going to be overlooked because Trevor, Trevor Zegers, as good of a season as he has, had an amazing pass, and that's going to be what takes him over the top. Or that's that's not what I feel the Calder Trophy should be. It should be the best defenseman. And in my opinion, best what Moore Sider is doing, yes, sorry, best rookie. Um, he is far and away the best rookie this season. Yeah, he and he is, and like anyone who's who's watched any of either team should should be able to recognize that and and. Again, like the the, uh, it's just so it's so frustrating to me because it's he didn't do any like cider hasn't fallen off like if if cider had had fallen off and and like oh like he's been struggling lately or whatever and Zegras has has had maintained his level of play since you know the pass at, you could be like okay like there's something there and and it's just there, there's it's not like none of that's true. Moritz Sider has been phenomenal, has has maintained a phenomenal level of play, and it, that that's the most frustrating part for me is he hasn't done anything to deserve this, and I don't think what Zegers has done has justified leapfrogging him. Yeah, and we'll continue this conversation in a second. Uh, first, I do got to talk to you guys today about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKDOWN to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2022 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline. Where the game starts. And to your point, Scotty, about the fact that Moritz Sider hasn't done anything to lose it, you kind of said why he's losing it in that statement. He hasn't done anything to win it either, is what the NHL writers are going to look at. He hasn't done anything flashy or made an amazing deke. You know, he's had Moritz Sider's had a handful of really nice passes and reverse hits, but nothing that's going to get numbers on social media you know well, he, and, and that's, that's not happens. gonna happen because he's a no, defenseman but that's my point point. and also he's a even if he wasn't even if he wasn't let, let's just let's just play the raymond game there is nothing there is no play lucas raymond could do to to top the zegers pass yeah and that's why in the end zegers is gonna have the edge because of the pass it's gonna not gonna come down to who was a better asset to his team all season long? And again, I'm not discounting what Zegers is doing. On a, on a pure skill level, Zegers is phenomenal. He is a great rookie. But my fear is that this one pass he made is going to be the entire reason he ends up winning the Calder Trophy. And I know I'm, I'm playing into the fear a little bit because, like you said, there's 40 games left. But I'm just concerned that this is – because this is how all these trophies work nowadays. The Jack Adams Trophy is another great example. It's not who's the best coach in the league. It's which coach surprised you the most this season. Like it's That's like, like every sport at this point. It's, it's really exactly. just the most improved team award. Yeah. 
And that's what it is with almost every, almost every single one of these trophies, with the exceptions of one that have hard, fast rules, like the most points in the NHL. I mean, you can't wiggle your way out of that one. That <laughs> one's got a clear-cut winner. But it's all name. It's all notoriety. Half the Norris Trophy winners are just guys who have won it before because their name is popular. And I mean, granted, guys like Hedman are very good defensemen, but there are years where he won it, where he wasn't the best defenseman available. Same thing with goaltending. You know, Marc-Andre Fleury won it last year, and he had a hell of a season. But was he the best goalie available? Our best goalie that season? I don't believe so. And that leads me to then my next point when it comes back to the Calder is how come none of these goaltenders that are rookies this season are being talked about? Jeremy Swayman for the Boston Bruins stepping in after Tuka Rask had that surgery. Tuka Rask made that comeback, by the way. He's got a 2.26 goals against it average. Capo uh, Kakinen leads uh, goaltenders in save percentage with 921. Nedeljkovic leads with wins at 12, and he's um, fourth with save percentage and fifth in goals against average. Then you have Dan Vlader who leads all rookie goaltenders in shutouts. You don't hear any of those four goaltenders talked about again. It just half these awards go to forwards because the forwards are the ones who make the, make the rounds on social media and it should go to the guy who's most deserving, not the guy who gets the most likes and retweets. Right. And I completely agree. And I, and I do think that that is a, uh... I don't think anyone would deny, Ducks fandom included, that without that pass, Zegras is not currently one in that poll. I don't think, I don't, I don't think that's a deniable thing uh, to claim. And um, at the end of the day, uh, I'm just going to keep telling myself there's 40 games left, and, uh, <laughs> and 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 hope for the best. The the thing that I have the biggest. Uh, not this, I guess not issue. That's not the right way to word it. But, um, one of the thing that that's frustrating me the most is that they are now because of this. And again, 40 games from now, most cider could win it. We could all be good, but this is now like Red Wings fans are like, are like hating on Zegras. Yeah, and I, I that's not like something I want. Like Trevor Zegers is a phenomenal talent. I love watching the Anaheim oh, nasty. Ducks. I I love watching the whole team. That is outside of the Wings. I've watched more Ducks games than than any other team in the NHL. I, I they are one of the most fun and pure entertaining teams to watch in the entire league. They are a, an electric factory. They're playing way ahead of their rebuild. Uh, I will root for them. In the postseason, uh, that like they're a they're a fun ass team with a lot of young ass talent, and now be, because of this and, and because writers are are overreacting to something or whatever the justification is, because the writers are wrong, the fan bases are now going to get to a point where they're going to start going after each other. And it's going to be like, you already see it. You go on Twitter and when that poll came out, it was all over the place. It was, Oh, you know, the, the, well, (laughs) but there's a difference between saying, Hey, I, I, you know, I think Zegris, I think the, the pass is, is the reason to this versus like F Trevor Zegras, F this loser, get the ducks out of my face, <laughs> screw that franchise. Like this is stupid and and whatever. Like it's like that. This is this is not something that I wanted to happen coming into the season because I I enjoy watching ducks hockey very much. And now I'm looking around and I'm like, well, 
now they're becoming the enemy off of no fault of anybody except writers that aren't affiliated to either team. That's that, and that that's sad. You may know you that, make that, a great point. That, that that makes me sad because now we're gonna get to a point where there's this young, exciting team that's that's you know, hopefully we we can face in the cup someday. Like this really young, fun, and exciting team. And now we're we're gonna have to we're getting a rivalry pinned on us over third party writers. <laughs> Literally not any of ours, not any of theirs. Our fan base didn't start it. Their fan base didn't start it. And the players are just playing as, as well as they can because that's their job. It's literally a bunch of third-party people just played God and made us now despise each other. And that yeah, that's why as much as I'm defending the Red Wings rookies and how they're playing, I'm trying my best to give credit to Trevor Zegers, and I've said it a couple times, but he is a phenomenal talent. And if he wins it, it'll probably be because of his own merit. But I just, again, that that pass, man, you can't get it out of your face. They keep shoving it's everywhere. In. Every time they mention Trevor Zegers, and rightfully slow. So, I mean, I complain about marketing. Like, that's how you market a guy. But I want him to win it of his own merit. And I think he definitely could. And this is definitely not a slight at Trevor Zegers at all because he's playing so great. Well, no, just- 40 games from now, he could put up a whatever he could snap in the second half and have a 25 yeah. goal season as a rookie. And you'd go, all right, Jordan shrug, take you, take your dub. But yeah, right Morris now, Spider, baby, it's ridiculous and it's wrong. <laughs> and, and it's asinine. Uh, you know, what's wrong and asinine though, too. Going to overtime and not even touching the freaking ball. That was a great transition. And you're absolutely right. Um, I watched that playoff game. I watched, both games on Sunday. Both of them were phenomenal. Stafford, baby, going to NFC title game for the first time ever. Nine God. <laughs> Here we go again. But that second game between the Bills and the Chiefs, first of all, that two-minute war after that, that that last two minutes after the two-minute warning, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, that that was their game, man. I, I don't know if I've ever watched. I thought the game before that was the most exciting. The last game I've ever 90 seen. seconds. Insane. Insane. But what also is insane is the way that game ended. The fact that the game was determined essentially by the coin flip has sparked the controversy all over again of whether or not the NFL has to revisit their overtime rules. And that, again, piqued my interest, got me thinking. Does the NHL need to readdress their overtime rules? And a couple years ago, they changed it from four-on-four overtime to a shootout, the three-on-three overtime to a shootout. And they saw an increase in scoring during the overtime period, because of the extra ice, avoiding the shootout more often than not. But the problem is, is they kind of, they didn't address the root of the problem. They kind of, you know, uh, beat around the bush. The root of the problem is what makes the overtime suck is the fact that the shootout exists at all. Like, that's just, it, they need to get rid of the shootout. Yeah, F the shootout. I'll say it. <laughs> Screw it. It's stupid. And like just the same way that that a coin flip can determine a winner or a loser in pro football. Uh, I don't think college football's overtime is is perfect by any means, but it's sure as hell better than whatever the heck the NFL's doing. I mean, it's 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 asinine. It's it's stupid. And yeah, and 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 
to the the NHL. That's it's a great uh, a great kind of transition to make, and and I, the shootout's dumb. It's stupid, and it shouldn't determine a winner or a loser. It's so fudging dumb. Like I I I. It's and, and you know it's dumb. You yeah. know it's dumb because it's not there in the postseason. You know it's dumb. You know it's stupid. And yet you go, nah, well, it's chill. We'll just leave it in there. The same way, again, to parallels to the NFL, there's ties in the NFL. Dumb and stupid. The NHL. Oh, we have a shootout. We know it's dumb and stupid because we don't let it determine any game of actual value. But we're going to leave it in there for 82 games. And it can determine whether or not you make the playoffs a skills competition. And this is where – so we're in agreement that the shootout is dumb and the NHL needs to get rid of it. You, me, and the entire – entirety it's, of the nhl fan base for the most part dog there was i i watched uh i want to say it was scotty's fired up i want to say it was three nights ago three or four nights ago maybe the flyers played oh my goodness was it columbus i don't remember who their opponent was honestly but but philly was playing and they went into a shootout and they showed a graphic and they were like hey the flyers stink in shootouts and Carter Hart was having the an incredible game one of the bright young goalie prospects in the entire sport and he was on his head in all of overtime he made a couple of unbelievable saves he he saved the game for him single-handedly brought them into overtime it, it was it was such an electric game to watch overtime ends we go to a shootout I'm already like you know what this sucks now I, I was having such a great time. This now stinks. And we go. It went. It was the longest shootout of the season. Huh, of course. It went to nine frames. Guess how many goals were scored in those nine frames between one. both teams combined? Freaking one. The Flyers went 0 for 9. And it wasn't because of good goaltending. And I... I, I I feel like it was Columbus, but I, I could be wrong. I, I really don't remember. They, Carter Hart was just on his head and prevented them from scoring for eight frames. And the Flyers, there's no, the, you know what? Fine young team, fine. Nobody that could score on a one-on-one <laughs> on a solo breakaway. I mean, my goodness. They focus on puck movement when they score goals. Yes. Very, <laughs> very that's a, that's the nice way to put it. And it was just so asinine to me that this fantastic game with a fantastic goalie performance, and it got chippy and it was fun to watch. And and I wanted more. And it was brought to an end by a nine-frame shootout where both teams combined for one goal. So the idea behind the shootout was to bring a quick end to a hockey game, but they have not been quick ends to hockey games. Oftentimes they go past the three frames and go to five, six, seven, or in this case, nine frames. So the question, the follow-up question to that becomes, what do you do to fix overtime? Because you don't want to bring ties back. Because ties are boring. Nobody likes a tie. You want a victor. Honestly, if you can do continuous overtime in playoffs, 
do continuous overtime in hockey. Don't make it 20 minutes long. You can do a, let's start off four on four overtime. That doesn't kill that. You don't finish it in that five minutes. Then you switch to three on three continuous. Just something then along two those on lines. two, and <laughs> then you do a one on one. You know why? Because that'd be sick, and you know it. I wouldn't, you how would you know change? It. You just you, shit, you chuck you, the puck in. <laughs> you know it in your heart that a one on one would be electric. Oh, would be no amazing. goalies, one on one. But a continuous sick, a continuous three on three overtime period wouldn't go as long as people would think. And no, we, we, we saw it when they transitioned from four on four to three on three. The amount of goals scored, the amount of games ended in overtime spiked. Games end quickly now in overtime because of the three on three. There's so much ice. There's so many opportunities for scoring chances. Make it continuous. If you want to put a, a hard pause after five minutes, it's just continuous five minute overtime. So teams have a chance to rest and have switched sides. Fine. Do that. But the shootout is a horrible way to do it because it relies on no teamwork whatsoever. It's just one player's ability to score a goal. And some teams have guys that are better than that. I feel like it's not, it doesn't give every player, every team a fair chance at winning the hockey game. And that's what the NHL needs to get away from. It's a team sport. You want your team to win the hockey game in overtime, not go to a shootout. It seems pretty obvious. Correct. That's just my idea. No. And I, I completely agree. I I think I, it's, it, it pisses me off to no end. A team, professional sports leagues that can't figure out how to handle like overtime rules is just so ridiculous. And I hockey, mean, the NFL's the worst. Yeah, hockey and football, pro football, are the the two bad ones. The MLB is is fine when the runner's not on second base to start off the inning. It's just the game still. And basketball is the same way. They just keep adding quarters until someone else, someone's done. Why is this so hard of a concept to understand for the, those other two sports? I, why, why is why? It's not like mind-bending stuff. You don't have to. You don't see the NFL doing a oh, let's just do a longest field goal competition to see <laughs> determine our winner. Or baseball doesn't go to a freaking home run derby unless you're in the independent leagues, like. It's just Hello? it's, yeah, it's right? so it's so ridiculous to me that that the shootout is still a thing. And when you have a team like the Red Wings, I'll admit a bias. Outside of Larkin, we don't really have too many people that are gonna shake and bake and, and help you out in a shootout. And we've seen that this year. We we've seen our shootout success not be fantastic. And we're certainly better than Philly, I can promise you that. But it's it's just it's stupid. Yes. It's it's not it's not the game of of hockey. It's not you're no longer going to an external thing to determine a winner is stupid. The coin flip, stupid. The shootout, stupid. F them both. 100% agreed, Scotty. Um I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Red Wings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets. They're your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on bets hosted by your boy Q with expert insight and analysis from Lee Sterling. Lee Sterling, thank you. I was waiting for that thing to pull up. Yeah, make them your second listen every single day, guys. Uh, Any final thoughts, Scotty? Uh, I censored myself so well today. 
You did. I, I was really close. I, I I was calling audibles on the line of scrimmage a couple of times. It got it got really close. <laughs> got dude. Also, completely unedited episode. We rolled completely. right through that one. Also, you're you're back to two spaces missing in your uh, in your blinds back there. Oh, it's been that way for about a week now. I can't get it. To oh, stay. I thought you fixed it. Okay, no, never mind. I, I took the blinds. Um, yeah, looking a little bit like between, Bertuzzi there. Yeah, with the two missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that's funny, Scotty. Good job. We ball. We ball. Uh, we'll be back with a new episode tomorrow. A little bit of a Chicago Blackhawks preview. Original six, baby. Are we Original actually televised? I should probably know this. That was a dumb question, and at the end of a show, I'm sorry. I uh, feel like under the bus here. I, I feel know. like we're. I feel like it's. Uh... Scotty's trying hard to make me have to edit this episode. No, no, no. Uh, TNT, we can find something yeah. to talk about. Okay, okay, but but I thought it was. All right. Same time, same place. See your team. Oh wait, no, I'm just kidding. Every day. Every day, day I hate Scotty. <laughs>